If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try your call again. Ask me out. Ask me out. Boy, ask me out. Just, just ask me out. So my voice is extra raspy. I guess I'm catching a cold. <laughs> I don't know why it had to be today, but I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> it don't sound raspy. I mean, you sound you sound like yourself, oh, but I did. you don't sound like a chipper version of your. You know, sometimes there's a chipper. Tiffany, and sometimes there's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the hey version. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, we're going to do this over the phone because I have some technical difficulties. So um, we're just going to kind of go down the list, I guess, what I sent you before. Um and introduce everybody to the podcast. <laughs> so I know. So this is our podcast called Ask Me Out. It's a relationship, life, and social, I guess, podcast. We're talking about life, but mostly focusing on our, like, dating lives and just, you know, dating topics in general in society and how, like, you know, changes in society with social media and different political climates have may or may have not changed dating for good or bad. So this is kind of what the podcast is about from my perspective. What do you think the podcast is about? I think... Well, for me, it's kind of like a sounding board because sometimes I have so many thoughts about so many things as it relates to relationships and getting them started, getting them finished, and they're just like bouncing around in my head. So it helps me to discuss it because maybe I am looking at something wrong. So... Okay. All right. So I guess we'll introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Tiffany. <laughs> You're not going to say your name. And, <laughs> and I'm Roslyn. And we are your hosts for this beautiful podcast. Um, so I guess I'll give you a little background, like, on myself, and then Rob will give background on her, I guess, and then how we became friends. You can tell that story because I think it sounds better <laughs> from you. <laughs> um, so a uh, short background. Um, I'm 36. I guess I'll just say my whole age. I was going to do her age range, you know, but I feel like, I'm, like, five years behind, I feel like, average 36. I feel like I'm, I'm 31. <laughs> what? I do. I feel like for my life experiences compared to, like, other people, I feel like I'm 31. Um, so, like, I guess professionally background, like, I have 
a bachelor's in computer information system, which I really have not really used. I've worked in the technical field for some years, uh, did some project management, and uh, now I'm kind of just uh, going through this floating of life cycle. I'm in school right now, uh, learning graphic design, UX design, so we'll see where that goes. And um, passions, I love fashion. I have a t-shirt line called Love is Justice, and I make flower earrings, and just recently been getting into um, styling. Um, children, hmm, it's been interesting. <laughs> uh, journey. I, um, I, you know, originally from Columbus, Ohio. I come from a blended family of eight siblings, nine children total. Uh, that's interesting. Um, right now, I'm living in. I lived in Atlanta for eight years. Was where I met Roz, and um, I'm living now in Los Angeles. California. It's like a nice 60 degrees right now. Clear skies. I've been here for, I know, <laughs> I've been here about <laughs> four years. Um, and it has definitely been an interesting journey um, dating-wise compared to Atlanta and even Ohio. Um, and I'm still like single. <laughs> uh, you know, as don't know why though like I had a whole idea of being married at like 25 I should have like three kids right now <laughs> and a husband <laughs> but uh that's a no no children and um still out here in these streets trying to see what happens so I guess that's a quick and dirty description of me <laughs> you'll learn more later I guess yeah, because that, that wasn't so dirty. I don't know why you used that word. But, hey, to each his own. Um, so my name is Rosalind, and I have passed my 30s some time ago. I am 45, and I am right now... I'm really enjoying learning about this decade of my life because I hear how other people talk about their different age stages where they, oh, I learned this in my 20s, but I didn't learn this until my 40s or what have you. So I'm I'm understanding statements like that because, I am learning a lot now. <laughs> um, I I did meet Tiffany in Atlanta. We were co-workers, and she is a very interesting person. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting. That's what people say when you don't really know what to say. No, I really know that you are interesting because you have this, you have this genuine, nice person feel to you, but you also have the ability to, (laughs) to deliver yourself in, in this whole thing of it all with, um, 
no, I'm not interested, and step away. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not Stranger saying it like it. it's a bad, bad thing, but I am a very well. I've heard from the masses that I'm very just like outgoing or what have you, and I kind of agree with that because I love to meet people. I love to figure out where's this guy coming from? Where's this girl coming from? So when I met Tiffany initially, I thought, hmm, she seems to be pretty cool, but I don't know. I don't know if she thinks that I'm cool. And (laughs) I'm usually not intimidated by people, especially not other women. But Tiffany, I had to think twice before I said stuff. (laughs) So, (laughs) so one random day, I watched a video, I don't watch videos, but I watched a video and it was a Beyonce video and there was a dance on there and I couldn't really get the dance. And so I said, you know what, I'll go find out if Tiffany knows how to do this dance because. I'm pretty sure she's younger than me. That's the other thing. She's very mature. (laughs) Like, socially, it's just like you want to make sure she's okay. And, yes, I am nine years her senior. Yeah. And I was like 20. Sometimes I'm really immature acting. So. (laughs) So. It balances out. So um, that was kind of like the beginning of a wonderful friendship. And wonderful is not a strong enough word, but I don't want to be all mushy and stuff. But she is a great person. Um, And I knew, like, I invited her to, I think it was an all-white party. And... That we never made it I, to. <laughs> right. We did not make it to the party. But I I did realize when we were talking about going and still considering going, I was like, oh, okay, she really does have a little bit of fashion sense to herself. I can pick her brain. If nothing else, I can pick her brain on what to wear and how to wear it in a different way. So I was excited about that initially, but then as we continued to talk and just really discover all of these things that we had in common and all of these things that we did not have in common, but we were okay with those that we didn't have in common, Mm -hmm. I was actually excited, which, I mean, I know it's a simple thing to meet a person and create a friendship. But for me, it was more than that because it's like we are living in a time where people, sometimes they they will say, oh, I'm ready to be cool with this person or what have you, and they're not because they haven't figured stuff out within themselves. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I was excited to have a for real friend that was ready to be 
a sidekick to me because sometimes <laughs> I can't. No, I'm not saying it like I'm a star or anything, but sometimes I can be a bit much. Like there are some parties that they don't start until I walk in. I'm oh, sorry. gosh. It happens. It happens. That's it why happens. I, I... I have grown. I have grown. I was. You I will say, at twenty six, I was definitely really a sidekick for a minute in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but she came correct. I think. Well, I know that Los Angeles really it brought some things out of Tiffany that they were itching to come out, and I was just like, "Whoa, I'm here for it," because like it's a cool thing. Um, he's a growth. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Okay. Mm. That's one thing, too. Like, you're definitely good at the whole um, telling story, adding the emotion in there. Me, I'm like, oh, this feels so emotional. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and give you the driver. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'll be like, Oh, what about Roz? What do you think of Roz? I'm like, oh, Roz is awesome. She's a great friend. She has been through a lot. She's the word perseverance is like, I don't even know. That's like her word for life. <laughs> With a <laughs> smile on her face and still looking fabulous all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> all at the same time. And, you know, I love her. So that's the thing. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, you're such a lame friend." Her, she gave me that great. <laughs> right. I really do love you. I really do love you, though. <laughs> you're. I definitely learned a lot. <laughs> and even saying that, like how she was saying, you know, before about me, you know, the age difference, but also, you know, personality difference. Um, I have definitely called Ross many a times, multiple different. We have like a two-hour difference. Um, cause you know she's in Tennessee and Nashville. I don't know if we want to shout out Nashville. Uh, <laughs> and so I have called her, you know, many a time for relationship advice, cause you know I ain't paddling in these streets yet. I feel like you know I'm still tiptoeing in, <laughs> in the dating. So. Um, you know, and just I've met, you know, just the why I kind of decided to do this podcast was, you know, just having those conversations and having a lot of, um, you know, single friends here in the city of L.A. And even when I was living in, you know, Atlanta and just the goings on of just dating in general where you, like, follow stories maybe of, like, celebrities. It's just, it's different. And it's interesting on trying to think from a male perspective and then trying to be a female at the same time and then trying to switch it up and it still don't work. <laughs> I don't know. So just trying to, you know, have these conversations and see where they go. So, yeah, so I figured, like, you know, a lot of my friends I feel like are very cool women and we be struggling out here sometimes trying to date. <laughs> and we be annoyed right. by some of these men that just seem to not have it together. 
for whatever reason when it comes to dating or don't want to date or want to be in situationships and just want to talk about the woes and maybe some insight on maybe things maybe I could do differently that may make the process better for me as in like enjoying the process. Plus, I'm trying to get married and have like one kid and I need a man in order to get that. But it's not all about just me getting a man. It's just also about me enjoying the process more, I feel like, because dating for me is not fun sometimes. It's annoying. <laughs> I kind of like dating. Um, <laughs> I like dating with different people. I like to learn people. Mm. But, uh, I totally get the whole, like, the weight part of it with guys sometimes is just like, for real, why? Like, you digging me, ask me out already. What's going on? Exactly. So that's why I came up with the title of Ask Me Out, where sometimes you're, like, hanging with the guy and not hanging with him, or, you know, texting, or if you met him on, like, online app. I have done some online app dating. And the conversation keeps going and going and going. So just wondering why men take forever to ask you out. Or after you guys have been texting, and it could be weeks, and then he never asks you out. And I don't know, I feel like, you know, at first I used, when I first get in those situations where it's like, why is he taking forever to ask me out? Is it because, one, he doesn't want to spend any money? Even though it seems like his background, he obviously can afford to take me out on a date. And so sometimes I think about that or I'm thinking, is he just wanting somebody to text when he's bored? Like, you know, we have these common interests. You know, we obviously enjoy communicating. Obviously, you want to see me in person again. Or, you know, it could be the first time if it's, like, an online date. Like, I've had a time where I met a guy on lovely, like, Tinder, which I'm not, like, promoting Tinder because, obviously, I'm still single, so I can't love Tinder. <laughs> but I've, I've – so we, like – I think we communicated for, like, I want to say, like, a month, like, almost, like, six weeks. Or two. And I feel like that's way too long. And he finally did eventually ask me out. But I feel like why that takes so long. So I don't know. That's always always running my mind. Like, or it's like I said, or is he really just not interested really that much either? What do you think? I don't know. I think the pressure is on for a guy because, like, throughout time, they're like basically the person for the beginning of a friend or relationship. So they're not wanting to drop the ball, I think. And if we don't But drop the ball how put it out there mean drop the ball. Because they could but they could they could have the most perfect conversation with it. And they're like, yes, the next conversation that we have uh, pop the question, pop the date question, and what if the next time he talks to you, you're having a bad day, you're going through something of your own, and 
he still questioned and you're like, uh, now it's just not a good time or how, what took you so long to ask me that? No, I don't want to go. He doesn't know what to expect. So it's like, okay, I'll just wait forever <laughs> because we do get along. <laughs> you got to kind of slip it in there that, hey, you know, you need to shoot your shot because if you don't, I'm out. Like how long are we willing to give the guy? Like if you truly met a guy mm. that really piqued your interest, how long would you wait? Like it's probably longer than what you would say. <laughs> like you'll say, oh, I'm going to give him two weeks and you better say something. I was going to say two weeks. Now it is. Like, I do be, like, two weeks because I feel like I before I would agree with you, like, I was, like, just leaving it open. And, like I said, there was one. There's, there was actually a couple guys, and I think about where I, this one guy I felt like it was more than six weeks. And I was like, this dude is the weirdest dude ever. Like, and he would text me all the time. Then he would even ask me, like, if I was out and it was later, he would like, ask me, am I out on a date? And I'm like, well, dude, you don't care? Like, because <laughs> you're not doing nothing to stop me from being out on a date with somebody else. Like, why do you care? And so... I always say before I was like, but I felt like that was, it was just messing with me emotionally because it was always me like, oh, as I talk to him, ooh, like, is he going to ask me out this time? And it's, it created some anxiety, I felt like, for me, when I would have rather just him stop texting me. <laughs> like, why are you texting me if you never want to see me in person? So now, after two weeks, I'm I'm like, well, I guess we'll get into that, but I'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'll just stop responding. Or I will be like, so you want to see what I look like in person? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> but I've gone through, like, I went through a situation where I met a guy, like, we met, and we had a great conversation, long conversation. And right now, the only thing I know about the guy is that I met him, and he was attractive, and he had a great conversation. So we did not part ways with him getting my number, asking for my number, wanting to see me again. I even said, hey, maybe we'll see each other. And he said, if we do, that would be great. So it's like, huh? <laughs> you just don't we know like guys are confusing as our women we are all out here confused sometimes i don't care about what we are it's about what they doing wrong (laughs) (laughs) always guys yeah so i mean would you ask the guy out like if you're in the situation where you like you say you enjoy the conversation and you're emotionally ready to, like, have that physical contact, as in just, you know, having, meeting them in person, are you going to ask him out? Do you ask men out? I do. And I will be honest, when I parted ways with, I don't even remember his name, but when I parted ways with that guy, 
I kind of kicked myself. I'm like, what? What makes you so special that you can't say, hey, I'm enjoying this conversation. You want to go have lunch or whatever? I didn't do that, and I was upset with myself for that mm. because I have asked a guy before. But do you feel like it changes? The, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but do you feel like it changes the dynamic of the relationship though when you start to take the lead in something that typically a man would take the lead in? Do you feel like now he looks at you like you have to like organize the dates going forward, or is he, like in the relationship you feel like things shift when you do that? Like for me, it does because. It's all on my mind mm-hmm. because we've been taught for so long that a guy is supposed to do everything, take over everything. And if I do something that's opposite of that, I'm always like, oh, did I overstep or was I too thirsty? Is he looking at me like, oh, man, Ross really a man instead of, Oh, she's a go-getter. She knows what she looks and she came after it, and I'm honored that it was me. So, yeah, sometimes I think too much about stuff like that. But then it's like we're only here once, and I'm I'm going to enjoy myself and be around people that I want to be around. So the guy should be, like, really excited. Like, Rob picked me. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah. That was you. That's like ideally what you want, but I just wonder. Like, I would. That would be interesting to see, like, what a guy really, really does that go on in my. Because I think sometimes some men I have heard, like, male friends, like, have had conversation where they will sometimes be taken back by, well, you know, and some say, oh, it's welcome, it's welcome. But I know that I have, I've done it before, but it shifts the it to me, and I've only, I've only done it like a few times. <laughs> but I will say, like. Um, it does shift the dynamic for me personally. And I don't feel like it's in my head. I just feel like he feels like, well, from my experience, the guy would just be, like, waiting for me to, like, organize everything. Even if he was willing to, like, pay for the date, it was waiting for me to, like, come up with the date. Because he'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to see you again, so what do you want to do? And it's like, well, damn, you can't think of nothing? It's called Google. Like, it's easy to Google what to do. Do should never not know what to do on a date. It's like a whole list of what to do on a date, like where to find a date, I'm saying. like, And it felt like going forward, I was always planning the date. And if he didn't plan anything, it would be super casual. We're just chilling, you know, either hanging at the house or, you know what I mean, something like, oh, let's just watch a movie, you know, something super basic. And it's like, you didn't put no forth ever. I want to see the city and being introduced to something new from your perspective. And so... I think that's what made me, like, shy away from even being proactive because I don't want that shift where I'm responsible for it all the time. I definitely like planning dates, you know, or, like, you know, have taken the lead in certain situations or just taking the lead. You know, sometimes I don't have a problem with it. I just have a problem with it when it's, like, you just being lazy now or is this really your personality or do you – I don't know. Do you interpret me differently because of that? So, but you have to also think the guy is probably thinking on that level anyway, and that's the reason why it's taking the bath so long to 
ask you on a date because he knows if I ask her on this date, I'm going to have to bring it on the second and third date. It's called and Google. And I'm not ready for that. Google. Google, Google is not the answer for everything. And third date. It'll tell you that. <laughs> but, I mean, so how did our our parents and the parents' parents, like, how did all of those people get together and make all of these babies? They didn't have Google. Because they and that's the other thing. What are you bringing to the table for him to say, uh, I'm ready to ask her out and I don't feel like I'm going to mess this up? But see, like, you can't really put that kind of standard mm-hmm. on a guy. Like, oh, you have to really make me feel like the date was worth it. You don't really know what's going to happen. Like, what are y'all going to talk about? But I never got to Google that standard. Too. I never said that. I never said there was no standard of the date has to be awesome. I just said that I, that if I ask him out, it shifts the dynamic of the relationship. I don't care about the, the standard. I mean, you're talking about because I said, oh, he just came up with something basic? So that's a standard? Yeah, let's just say, like, if that's the case and you feel like that's a standard, which if you want to go back to our parents, our parents did way more than just hanging out the house, watching and drinking. They went dancing. They took each other to concerts. They went on trips. So for you to say, like, how our parents did it and then for you to say that I created a standard because I asked him to do something other than sit at home and watch a movie. That's some low ass standards. Like that's a low ex. Like who? That's where we are right now. That's kind of like how everything that's- is going to hell. Cause like the internet and television, and people don't really think outside. <laughs> now I'm just telling you. I know I do, but it's it is. It's like almost sad because I do. As I stated earlier, I love to meet people like if I can get to the inside of what they're thinking a lot of times it's just surface and it's just like oh yeah okay that's great I love your car like cars don't mean anything but a guy will (laughs) bet his whole life that that car that he's about to purchase is going to be a game changer for him. And unfortunately, it is because it's some simple thing. women. I don't think that's wrong. You like nice I clothes. I think it is. You like nice clothes. I do like you, nice clothes, but I'm cute. saying. When you look cute, what happens? You feel cute, and you have a different reaction. You have a different reaction. So that's not fair to say that someone who likes material things is completely vapid and is, is just completely shallow and they and that just makes them because you gonna turn your head and you being real brand new if you see some dude in a nice car as opposed to a busted car you gonna look at the dude in the nice car first we all like shiny things yeah but we don't have to all be drawn in because we see the shiny thing like a guy could be rolling around. Like if I met a guy tomorrow who has the same vehicle that I have, I'm going to be really interested in him, even though it is not a great vehicle. It's great enough that 
um, 400,000 miles strong in it. However, it's not like the flashiest flashy. So it's just a matter of what are you willing to, like how much are you let, are you willing to let the guy get away with in the whole dating game? Because I don't feel like they got it together for women. Like, they don't know how to approach us sometimes. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's like, bruh, let me, let's talk about this. Because, like, you dropped the ball. We are on date number two. We could have been on date number six. What took you so long to ask me in the first place? Or he could clap back and be like, well, if you were feeling me like that, why didn't you just ask me? And I'll be like, because I've had bad experiences and it doesn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) And then he'll just be like, well, you know, same here. That's why it took me so long to ask you. You did a whole podcast and you could have just asked me. Okay, but honestly, I really think, too, like, I wonder, too, like, men think, okay, let's see, if you ask him out, does he think that you're going to pay for the whole entire day? Because you asked him out. Well, if you ask him out, your coins need to be prepared. Same way with God. When they ask me out, they don't need to get there and be like, oh, uh, can we go half on this? No, no, sir, you asked me to come with you. (laughs) I'll say you. So you get your coins prepared. If I'm I'm asking a guy out, I'm going to pay for the meal. Now, we may not have a fancy meal, but we'll we'll eat. You ain't pay for no niggas meal. I have, well, I have not. However, I have, but I'm not, okay, I don't require like a lot of like we don't have to go to an uppity spot for him to have done his job like if he asked me to go out with him yeah let's go out or if it's not a match it's like well thanks for asking but no but it's about you. But and yes, I will. I will buy a. I will buy a guy a meal. Oh gosh, you ain't never. But he can't those. get no extras. He can't get no. Um, <laughs> he'll need to be ordering the dessert of the day and all of that. But yeah, I'll take him out. And he might need to drink some water. It's cool though, cause we need water. <laughs> I thought that's really new age of you. I want to see that. <laughs> I would love to see that. I'm going to jot down some notes that piques my interest. If I end up having to ask him out, I will print the receipt and everything. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, because I already know afterwards if we mesh, he gonna be buying me all my meals, maybe. Right. Well, I want to see that. I really want to see that. I can't wait for the update on that one because you being, like I said, 
I I am even going to add. I will say this. I definitely paid for meals, but um, not because I, I initiated the date. It was just because I'm – but that's normally, like, dates in. That's not, like, early on. Um, but anyways, I would say, too, so if he said it – so since he already took forever to ask you out and y'all finally go out and you realize now that y'all are physically, like, connected – and you see him in person, either the, again if it's because of how y'all met the first time was brief, or if you I don't think you've done the online since have you? I don't know if you've done the online. No. Okay. So yeah, well you know, and then the date is not good, as in the physical chemistry, like no sexual sexual, <laughs> no sexual chemistry, <laughs> or you know where. You maybe you guys could be friends, like you you had good conversation. Do you like split the bill, or are you going to be like nah because he took forever to ask me out, so the least he can do is pay for the whole meal? Well, yeah, like even if he asks me out quickly, or it takes forever to ask me out, the part, the asker bears the bill. Oh Period. gosh. <laughs> Good day, bad day, whatever. The asker bears the bill. Oh, okay. So that's some old school stuff right there. We go back old school on this one, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because why would you feel why would you feel confident confident enough to ask a person out on a date and not have the points to pay for the date? Like you, he's supposed to pay if he asks you. Mm-hmm. I have that's just how it is. Yeah, I have to say I have I have definitely split the bill. Now I have never paid for the whole bill, but I've definitely split it when I realized I really didn't like him, <laughs> and I felt so bad because he really like was one guy. He like he brought me flowers and he was so nice, but. I was just, I just felt so bad that I was just like, because he was like, oh, when are we going to go? I want to take you here. And I'm just like, okay. And I ordered a lot of food, too. So what was was he lacking? Like, what? when did you realize, hey, this is not a match? Was it his look? It was probably probably his looks because he was a lot shorter than I thought he was going to (laughs) be. And it it wasn't just that. But um, that was one of the things where I was like, damn, you were, like, way shorter than I expected you to be. But he just, I just think it was a little bit physical. I mean, he wasn't ugly or anything. It just, I think that. And then, I don't know, he just seemed just like, I don't know, just like he wasn't what I expected in person. There just wasn't no chemistry there. Just like you wouldn't, you know how you're not vibing? Like, I'm not, I don't want to see you naked no day of the week. So, and I feel like <laughs> I don't know what we don't even have to touch. Like we can, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like kind of just that vibe too. Like I guess I just got off and we just didn't connect. And there's also been the opposite where I've been on a date with a guy and we really connected. Like we were just talking, talking, talking. We had like a really good time, but it just wasn't. And he was attra- actually he was attractive and he was tall. And had, like, you know, really, you know, if you want to put all the, you know, statistics, great job and didn't have any kids and all that great thing. But like I said, the conversation was great, but there just wasn't, no, like I said, I didn't want to see him naked. <laughs> and I don't know, like, it was just like, 
I don't know, I guess it's just that vibe you get with somebody where you, you have that chemistry with them where it's like, oh, like, and he even said it too. Like, I think, I don't know if he felt it off me or whatever. And he was like, so, you know, and I said, and he was like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. But he was like, it is just the first date. You know, we could definitely go out again, which we never did. <laughs> and I did, and that day, I did let him pay for the whole date. But he kind of insisted on paying for the whole date, so. Um, and he was a little judgy, not think about it because, um, now that, and that's funny because I ended up running to him again, but anyways, he was a little judgy because I was drinking wine and he doesn't drink. And he was like, and I felt a little judged because I was like, I want to drink wine. So like, if that's going to be a problem, too bad. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't know why I decided to drink wine he wasn't into it but I don't care I was like I feel like if I if we were in a relationship just like if he was a vegan and obviously I eat meat like I'm not gonna become a vegan I'm gonna eat meat so that should have been your requirement anyways before we went out do you drink alcohol I don't know if (laughs) I don't know like if you if you meet somebody and you want to find out if the two of you really vibe or whatever, stuff like that should not be an issue because you have to walk in knowing that this person was this person their whole entire life. I'm talking about him having an issue with you having a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm agreeing with you, like, if that is truly an issue for you, sir, put it on your profile or whatever. Mm-hmm. Drinkers need not apply. Right. But he did say, <laughs> like, he finally got over, like, he used to judge people, but you could still tell where it was, like, I still felt like it was, like, an issue because he was, like, oh, I just started saying, you know, maybe I shouldn't be like that. But I'm, like, mm. I feel like you're, I'm like, I don't, I feel like I couldn't get another glass. <laughs> like, well, I was be... like, I have a, I have a friend who is, she's, you know, she's trying to become Mrs. Whoever, but Mr. Whoever, he doesn't use foul language. Like he quote, he just doesn't cuss. Mm-hmm. So he put it out there very early to her that he doesn't like that. He doesn't want that ever in his house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's abiding by that. Now we have had some profane field conversations. She and I, he wasn't around. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like she made that decision. Oh, I'm going to just swallow I'm going to swallow the shit, swallow the damn, because mm-hmm. this guy don't want it, and I want this guy. Right. I mean, that's, that's – so, I guess I could see where that is could come into play, like, because he did let her know, like, up front. And I know that's kind of interesting because I grew up in, like, a household where <laughs> – I mean, obviously very conservative, very, like, strict upbringing where I had to say yes ma'am and no ma'am as a child. I mean, I don't really say it that much now, but my dad definitely cussed, and he was in the military, so that would always be always would chalk it up to that. And my mom 
to this day, I don't think I've ever heard my mom ever say a cuss word, <laughs> which is kind of interesting because as a kid, I never really thought about her never cussing. I just always chalked it up to, like, adults cussing kids don't, you know. And as a kid, sometimes when my dad would drop some words and I would be around my friends, I would be like, mm, that's kind of harsh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, if you feel some kind of way. So I could, I don't know, I guess some way I could, in the cussing part, I could kind of see where he coming from a little bit. So I'm out, I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, I do cuss, obviously. But I don't feel like I cuss a lot, just in certain moments, I feel like. So I'm just putting that out there. I guess that would be something I wouldn't have a problem with, where he would be like, you know, stop cussing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that would be something. I, I mean, you, you're not like, you're not like a hardcore cusser. Mm. So... I think it would be a big deal for you to eliminate it. Yeah. For me, I think I could eventually stop, but it's for me, this is just for me, uh, I don't think that I would take too kindly to someone saying, I need you to stop mm. because it's like, that's my right to do. Like, even if it is horrible and ratchet or whatever, it's my right to be that person. And it's also your right to say, you know what, I really like Roz, but I can't handle her mouth. Get it over with, leave me, and we can still be friends if needed. Like, if you want to still be cool with me, we can be. But don't put, because that's unnecessary pressure, I think. Because if you fall for somebody, you fall for them. And you you don't say, I really like you, but don't say damn every time you lose money in the vending machine. Yeah. No, I'm saying damn because I lost <laughs> money in this vending machine. <laughs> now let's go. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're coming from, but I also can feel like there's nobody that you ever meet and you're like, oh, I love everything about them. And then when we get together, they never, ever change at all. And I just accept them 100%. Nothing. I never want to see anything change about them as an individual. Like, what happens if he's like, I don't know. He, like, touching his feet and cooking. I don't know. Like, and then, like, <laughs> I thought this was a random that you would be like, no. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when you're in a relationship, you still love the person as a person, but some things that you could, that I feel like they can do. Like now if you're tripping because they drop the damn here and there, but you know that they're like trying and it's not completely them as a, like their whole identity and they're not sacrificing completely themselves. I don't see that as a bad consolation of the, the relationship. Even drinking, well, like, I even for me, like, if my, even the whole thing, like, if he was to say, like, like, I don't even actually drink that much anyway, but let's say. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, uh, so even if he was to say, which is why I feel like anyone who has a problem with that would be like, I'm like, you really stretch. Like I said, like, if I only do it now and then, it shouldn't be a problem. But, like, if I was an avid drinker where I have to have 
a glass of wine every single day, you know, or something like that, and it's just because it's a habit that I form, I wouldn't see anything about, I wouldn't see a problem with changing a habit that necessarily isn't, I don't know. I feel like that's what relationships are, too, is that you want to, oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> You drop something? <laughs> no, this <is> phone. <laughs> well, <not> okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's I guess that's the compromising me. Because I just feel like nothing is perfect. Your mate is gonna do something that's annoying to you, and you're gonna do something that's annoying to your mate that you could potentially not do to make the relationship better. So, um, well, so it just comes down to how important that relationship is to you. Yeah. Against how important you are to you. See, I don't think that's a I don't have That doesn't mean that you're denying no, because... yourself as a person. It just means that maybe you're de- you're deciding to improve on yourself. It doesn't mean that I'm denying myself as a person because everything I do that makes that I am as a person right now is not necessarily fantastic either. And meeting someone that says, well, you know, I do this instead of that could make me a more fantastic person. I feel like that people would say, well, I'm going to make you up. It could be, it could be misery. At its beginning, because you'll be like, oh, here comes John. Let me walk straight, because he walks straight, and we are a happy couple. And then next thing you know, two years later, I'll see you, and you walk straight up to me, because you walk straight. And I'm like, hey, girl, how's it going? How is John? And you like, we're great. We're so great. I mean, if you want to do that to yourself, that's your prerogative. Oh, my God. However, <laughs> I'm going to continue to be raw because we may or may not make it to me being raw. Hey, you let your bag be all rounded when you get old. When I get old, I'm going to be able to sit up straight and be able to pick up stuff. Your rounded bag, you're going to be struggling. So thank you, John, <laughs> making my core tight. <laughs> yep. And y'all just gonna and y'all only do it missionary. Oh, see, now you trying to see now you in the stream. You hating now. You hating. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You and Y'all walking straight. John on top. Y'all just like, yay. Mm -hmm. I love you, John. I love you. She hating, John. She hating. It's okay. We totally went off topic, but uh, I guess that's all to say, like, hmm, is this why we ain't getting asked out? Well, I ain't getting asked out. I mean, I should just be for you. <laughs> they like, uh, she's crazy. <laughs> um, well, let's go. We're going to our next segment of... Um, Ask Roz. So it's a segment where I figure, Roz, you know, you've been here a little longer. <laughs> you know more stuff. <laughs> and you're like, you know, um, very open 
Uh, so I figure you'd be a good person. I mean, people can ask me too. I guess we could put it ask ask us, but um, yeah, we're gonna make this segment ask Ross for now. <laughs> You can send me your relationship questions and just ask, just to get another perspective. It's not necessarily necessarily like we're perfect or we are like these counselors or we're just another person. Sometimes it's just interesting to hear another perspective. Uh, male or female, you know, considering questions to ask me out podcast at gmail.com. So, Roz, what is, you have the Ask Roz question today. Well, recently I was talking to uh, a friend, not really, well, a friend, and uh, she had issues with her man, and it was more so he wanted everything to basically be his way, mm-hmm. and um it was to a point where it was almost like hard for her to express an opinion that was different than his. It was like a game changer if he, if she expressed that. And I basically talked to her about it and told her, <laughs> it's weird that I picked that question. Anyway, I told her, pick yourself. Pick yourself and consider how he feels like, you might need to investigate deeper into him. Maybe he doesn't know that these things that's happening or whatever shouldn't have that much bearing on their relationship because ultimately they're building a relationship. So I guess the thing for today is remember yourself, ladies. Remember yourself. Because we always just go, <laughs> we always go in and we're like, my man is going to be happy. Yeah, he's going to be happy, but are you? So. Yeah, but yeah, I agree, with that. I agree with that. And then I like when men say, happy wife, happy life. So, you know, that's your motto. <laughs> Um, so then I also like to have this segment, too, where since we're talking about relationships and, you know, sometimes we have role models. It could be family members or – so I'm right now we're picking celebrities because I just feel like we all can relate to celebrities since they're known on a mass level. So I think the celebrity pick relationships, relationship goals is Grant Hill and Tamia. And I picked them. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Um, I can't even remember how long they've been married, which is bad. I guess I should have found that out. But it's it's been a minute, 05 or 0 something like that, probably. Yeah, it's like 19 years, I think. Okay. So, um, yeah, I picked them because we were talking about asking, you know, the whole process of a guy finally asking you out. And um, I remember hearing about their first date where, you know, Grant Hill is known as being really shy. And so I don't even know if he I don't even know if he really asked her out directly, but it was like she found out about him through Anita Baker. And Anita Baker was like, Yeah, you should really meet him. So it was almost like a third party was involved in them even going out on the first date. And then when they went out on the first date, he acted like he forgot his wallet <clears throat> and had her pay for the whole date. 
So that was like him, I guess, testing her, which I guess we go back to sidebar is maybe it's a test. Maybe it's Palm Felony's test. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I think he was just testing her, I guess, to just see, you know, what she's all about, if she's about the money, I guess. I don't know what, you know. And they've been rolling for each other, and I just, you know, they've had some ups and downs with, like, health issues, and um, they just seem like a really happy couple. I mean, she's a celebrity, he's a celebrity, and it seems that it's been working for them. So, yeah. My skin love. <laughs> I like them because, well, it's a bunch of reasons, but I really, really like their relationship because they were talking on um, Black Love here recently. Like, I guess it was this season. And um, they were talking about... Um, an accident that Grant had and how she took control and took care of him. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty awesome that she loves this man like that. And then I want to say maybe a year after that accident, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And that just, I'm like, what? Because I, too... Matter of fact, it's not a celebration, but I will acknowledge I will acknowledge my one year anniversary of that same diagnosis, and it's a game changer. Mm. So just to see how they talked about it and how they dealt with it together, I'm like, okay, Black Love, I like this show, and I like mm-hmm. Grant and Tamia because it's awesome that he. He didn't say, oh, well, I'm sorry you're going through that, and you really are a nice girl, but bye. He says he took it on. So I thought that was awesome. Yes, I love that you just ride with somebody through the struggles. Because I think that's also, too, like, what even makes the relationship, like, even stronger is those, those down moments. And when you make it through, you're like, man. This is even more confirmation that I picked the right person. <laughs> if I was questioning right. the other day, today, right now, in this moment, I did good. <laughs> Appreciate you. So, exactly. Yeah. So I think this is it. We made it the first episode. So I think any takeaways from this episode is men just ask, just ask. I feel like, and maybe, maybe I'll try, I don't know, I don't think I'm going to. You can't ask me how we not a match. <laughs> I don't know, you have any takeaways? Um, well, of course, my biggest takeaway is look out for yourself, and that's for the guy and for the girl. It's like, look out for yourself, and you will be a better mate. Mm. Oh, that's a so, good way. That sounds real grown up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm grown up. Right? All right. Well, until next time, just remember to email your questions to askmeoutpodcast at gmail.com. So stay tuned for the next episode. If you have, um, you want to know about what's coming up next um, and when we'll be dropping the episodes, go to askmeout.co. That's askmeout.co. All right, until next time, bye. Bye.